Hello, everyone, and welcome to the No Shot Clock podcast. I am Joe Henriksen of the City Suburban Hoops Report, and with me is Michael O'Brien of the Chicago Sun-Times, and it is, well, it's almost March, and a few days, regionals have tipped off in 3A and 4A as you are listening to this podcast, Mike, and, and uh, we are going to be just one topic, one focus today. That's all state tournament preview. Yeah, sorry, no mailbag, no takes. We're going to spend all of our time on this. We're going to start out with the Class 3A sectionals. Don't know how long that'll take. And then we'll hit Class 4A, which I imagine we'll talk have a lot more to say. So uh, let's. I guess we'll go in bracket order. It makes the most sense. Yeah, and 3A, as you said, there's not – and again, I'm not trying to be a bitter <laughs> – I don't know. I just there, – there's the 3A field – I think is as weak as we've ever seen in state history since the four class system. Agree or disagree? Ooh, good question. I mean, last year was pretty bad. I think we'll have teams over 500 in the supers this year. <laughs> Setting the bar high. Well, I mean, seriously, uh, remember last year? We had like... Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I think you might be right, but I think the good teams that are going to get through will be better than last year. Trying to, th- yeah, is my hope. Yeah, I mean, there are. I don't know, we'll but we'll we'll, yeah. we'll we'll break. We'll talk here. Let's start it out with St. Lawrence, Morgan Park. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, Morgan Park and Bogan. I mean, I th- this. I, I went back and looked, Mike, and I know it was a long, long time ago. I think it was back in early December, but I mean that was a four-point game, uh, Bogan and Morgan Park. Morgan Park's a one seed, Bogan's a two. They're on a collision course. Would meet at St. Lawrence in the sectional final. The, I guess the question to you is: Is that uh, can St. Rita break through this public league dominance of this sectional over the years? They're so hard to pick out. You, you know, it's. I feel like the answer is no. I think. One team we probably should talk about that we haven't talked about all year is Urban Prep Englewood. You, you know, Urban Prep Englewood, Bogan would be a regional game this Friday. Yeah, uh, I can't say I've seen them. No, I haven't either. And everybody kind of just took for granted that when they lost uh, Jaden Gasby and um, Fred Cleveland, that they wouldn't have anything. But you know, that was not the case. They lost to Curie by eight points. And I heard that was because they missed free throws at the end. They beat St. Lawrence handily, I think by 15 in their last hmm. regular season game. They beat Marshall, um, who, you know, who just knocked off Leo. So I think this is a team that we have not talked about all year, that we don't know much about, that is clearly much more of a threat here than we th- than anybody would have thought. But with wins over St. Lawrence and a close loss at Curie, I think that Urban Prep Englewood-Bogan game is going to be close. Yeah, that's probably the best regional game. Um, you know, yeah. I, I still got Morgan Park winning this sectional, uh, and I got him playing. I mean, I, I haven't been able to figure out St. Reed all year, and they've got size, they've got some length. I mean, I, it wouldn't shock me if St. Reed had got through to the sectional final, but I just don't see anybody beating Morgan Park. Yeah, we've seen St. Reed's upside, you know, with the Hinsdale Central run. So, you know, they've got that. And a lot of times you will see holiday tournament success translates pretty well in the postseason. 
And I, I just was not impressed with Bogan the last time I saw them. You know, they beat Farragut. They were at home. It just, they didn't look like they'd taken the steps forward throughout the season that I expected. Now they did play Orr really well at Orr. So maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, just, I don't have any confidence that any of these teams can beat Morgan Park. Yeah, Morgan Park. Uh, who do you have beaten in the, in the final, though? I do have. Do have Bo- I have Bogan okay. there. Yeah. All right, we agree there. So, and then that sectional plays the winter, the winner of the Little Village sectional, and again, not very deep. Uh, I I have written about De La Salle and the possibility of this team. You just mentioned a 500 team playing the Super I, I, Farragut. I don't know Reggie Strong. Is he playing? I haven't heard. Originally, they didn't think it was that serious, so I'm, I would assume yes. But you know, De La Salle would play. You know, they, they've got some wins. They've beaten some teams, and uh, even though they have eight wins, I, I think they're just a sneaky threat in, in, in this sectional. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it seems pretty likely they're going to wind up in the semi. Yeah, I mean, they've got the easiest road. I would say. I mean, Fair gets the one seed and seed only, but uh, I mean, North Lawndale, De La Salle, I'm going to pick North Lawndale. Yeah, I've got uh, what North Lawndale against Crane and then De La Salle against Farragut right. as the semis. But I think that Farragut-Clemente game and kind of a low-key thing could have some Marshall-Leo stuff. You know, you got to go to Clemente. They have a very significant post presence into Sean Stokes who has put up some of the best numbers in the city and Farragut has no one to even attempt to defend it. Rest in peace, by the way, your Leo Lions. Sorry. Boy. <laughs> I mean, Man. I mean, it, I wasn't as high on Leo as you were, but I, I, I was, I mean, that's, surprised. I was not that surprised though. Marshall beat North Lawndale there. I mean, Marshall, if you look at what they did at home against the best teams in the city, they, they, I mean, young, everybody, they played really well. I mean, it's just that's what's wrong to me with this playoff system. But how good is North Lawndale? I mean, North Lawndale, I think they lost five, seven. I think they lost yeah, any of their last ten games or seven of their last yeah, nine. They lost in overtime to all the best teams in the conference. I mean, they lost in overtime to Orr. I mean, this is a good yeah. team. You know, I don't think – I agree that the results aren't there, but when you've seen the games and you've seen them lose to Young and you lose to Orr, I think both in overtime, I mean, that's a big deal. That's a good team. But to me, the problem with this playoff system is why do we play this whole season and then just randomly assign home games? Well, that's, that's been a beef. I, for... I know, but it's just ridiculous that Leo had to go to Marshall. I mean, I yeah, understand they're, they're, the reasons, they're... but – but there's I, a lot there's a lot in foray happening that way too exactly yeah so i think and, and this year with all these upsets we've seen and all the parody it really could i think factor in a, a yeah. lot of places but anyway so yeah i've got I, the final of d north lawndale who are you picking north lawndale i i will i'll go north lawndale too i yeah north law i don't know i i just it is really hard to get fired up about these, these three. It is. Sections. And North Lawndale, I have more confidence, but every time I go to see them, there's at least two guys missing. And then they don't come back. And, I mean, they, they didn't have their post guy the last time when they lost to Corliss. I think they win that game easily if they have their starting center, but they don't. So you just there's no confidence either in, like, any of these teams, really. I feel, <laughs> like, I'm, I feel like I'm breaking down a D-League uh, playoffs or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough. I think the the regional final, maybe, we talked about Farrah Clemente, King Crane will be interesting, but 
Crane has to go to King. So anyway, let's move on. Next up's LaSalle, Peru. I'm not going to pretend I know a bunch about this. Um, I'm picking Rock Falls to win it. I like they haven't lost to a team in Illinois this year. Since yeah, I broke December. down some of these schools, and Rock Falls was my pick. Rock Falls uh, over Galesburg. All right, so yeah, let's move on along to Pontiac, which we do know more about. Marion Catholic, the one seed. I think my, my sectional semi here is, is Marion Catholic against Rich Central and Kankakee Hillcrest. Marion Catholic, uh, Hersher, and then I went Kankakee and Hillcrest. Oh, yeah, I screwed that up. It can't be Marion Catholic, Rich Central. That's the regional final. Um, sorry. So yeah, Marion Catholic Hercher, and then you went, we, we were the same then, Kankakee and Hillcrest. Any way you can see Kankakee? No. I, I, I think this is a great opportunity for Marion Catholic. They, if you remember, anyone listening, they went to a super sectional with Tyler Eulis, lost twice in a super sectional in class 4A. Now they drop down to 3A. And it, it's just a really great opportunity to punch their way for the first trip to state finals, state tournament. But it will be, I mean, I, I don't see any way that Marion Catholic and Hillcrest don't meet for the sectional final. And Hillcrest, Marion Catholic beat Hillcrest back in November. And I think it's a toss-up. They beat them by four back in November. I'm going Hillcrest the second match or the second time around. I'm picking Hillcrest over Marion Catholic in the sectional final. Yeah, me too. Um, same here. I, I I was pretty big on Marion mid-season, and I, I've lost steam. Um, kind of on. I wouldn't be. I don't think any of us would be surprised if they won it. But yeah, I'm, I'm with Hillcrest as well. Centralia, uh, way down south. Again, another sectional you and I are not real familiar with. Centralia's had a terrific year, and they're going to be playing the sectional on their home floor. Uh, they have to get by. An interesting for a down south uh, regional final, they got to play Carbondale. And Darius being one of the top 10 prospects in the class, plays for Carb. Carbondale beat, I believe they beat Centralia one time this year. They split, put, yeah. They split. Yeah. So that's, and it's at Carbondale, the regional. So that's going to be a big time Southern Illinois regional uh, final game. But I do have Centralia getting through. Um, and to think I know anything about the other bracket, I'll go Alton Marquette. <laughs> I really don't know. But Centralia breaking through there, and um, um, I'm sorry, Alton Marquette would play. I'm all messed up. Carbondale, and then oh, I, I messed the whole thing up. Everybody, sorry. Yeah, we're off to a great start. Now, it, yeah. it'll probably this, be a, a Centralia Carbondale sectional final. Yeah, is the Centralia Carbondale yeah. instead of a regional final. Yeah. yeah. So um, Decatur Eisenhower. Now this one, Mike. This one's loaded. <laughs> this, yeah. this is a 3A sectional. That is, I mean, you, you have Lincoln and Springfield Lanfear, who are two of the top 10, 12 teams in the state of Illinois meeting in a regional. And they both have 20-plus wins. And then they feed into Champaign Central. And Champaign Central is my pick in this section. I, I think Champaign Central is a legit state title contender. And uh, Tim Finke, Khalil Terry, the, the, the freshman, they look, you know, impressive in a loss up here in, in Chicago in December, but I've got Champaign Central uh, beating Springfield Lanfear in the, in, the, in the one semifinal. Yeah, Champaign Central is my pick too. Um, tempted to go with Lanfear, you know, liked what I saw from them, but 
when we saw Champaign Central, they looked very good. So good enough. For and me. Uh, Springfield Southeast has never been to the state tournament, uh, state finals, and they have a two-year window here. Springfield Southeast has a boatload of juniors about four or five juniors that are the backbone of this team and you know that they they beat springfield Lanfear twice this year uh they have a nice road a nice path compared to the other teams if you look at the one bracket champagne central springfield Lanfear and lincoln all collide before the sectional final and then springfield southeast is kind of the you know i don't want to say they're going to coast but clearly have a nice path to get to a sectional championship game. Yeah, that all seemed a bit strange. Um, the Muhammad Regional was not exciting. Um, all right, let's move along here to North Chicago. DePaul Prep has moved up a class, uh, probably to get away from Orr in 2A. So they find themselves in Class 3A now. They're the number one seed here in North Chicago. They're cruising to the sectional final. Yeah, I mean, it's... I guess the sectional semis I had was DePaul against maybe Antioch and then North Chicago Carmel. Um, I wouldn't even know who to pick, CICS, Northtown, or Northside, or Antioch. I'll, I guess I'll go Antioch. But DePaul College Prep in the sectional finals is what's going to happen. I mean, I, I'd be, it'd be a stunner if they weren't. And then North Chicago and Carmel, you know, a pair of 17-win teams. Um, you know, Carmel, there's always a 3A team that, ends up surprising. I don't know if this is going to be a surprise, but because Carmel and North Chicago are the two, three seeds, but I, I have them. I got Carmel. Uh, who you got, Carmel or North Chicago? I have Carmel. Yeah. Um, they just played Bennett real nice. They got destroyed by Viator recently, though, and they played close with Marion, so it's a young team. They're a team I want to see do well because that'd be exciting for next year since they have everybody back, so a little wishful thinking. But yeah, I've got Carmel, DePaul, and DePaul winning. Woodstock North, Burlington Central is the one seed, and the one subsection on Rockford Boylan, who was kind of fluctuated between three A and four A. Boylan's eighteen and ten, played in a pretty good league. Um, I got Boylan uh, playing Wheaton Academy in the in the uh, sectional semis, and. Ooh, Johnsburg, Richmond, Burton, winner playing Burlington Central. I I'm gonna go Johnsburg, even though Burlington. I mean, I'll go I'll go Burlington Central and Rockford Boylan in the championship game. You went so you went Burlington Central Boylan. I thought you said you were gonna go Johnsburg. No, I mean Johnsburg okay. beating Burlington okay. Central in regional final and then moving on. But Burlington Central, Rockford Boylan. I'm taking Boylan. Yeah, Wheaton Academy's on a bit of a roll. They just knocked off RB um, last week, so a little something to watch there. But yeah, of course I'm going with Zach Toussaint. Um, and I'm just going to pick Johnsburg to win, because what the hey. And then my final four in 3A. Okay, I've got Morgan Park. You got that, that's Julia Central Super. Yeah, I got Morgan Park. Yeah, and then who you got Hill coming Crest out? Of, coming out. Hill, yeah, yeah. Well, we, I hope we don't have the same exact four. I'm I got sure Champagne, yeah. Champagne Central, and DePaul. Yeah. All right, but that's not a bad Final Four, Mike. I, I, I wasn't real excited about the last eight minutes, 
of 3A sectional talk. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, the, the, that possibility of all those teams making it, not bad. Like kind of what you said, going back to what you said at the beginning of the podcast, those four might be better than last year's four. I just Morgan Park's just not as good as last year, though. That's why, I mean, I don't think. No, it would be so tempting. This would be a year to think there might be a Lincoln Way West moment for Morgan Park, but it's just, but it's hard to find what that would be. You know, it just it doesn't seem like it. And then so then you got the final four. We agree on doesn't it rarely happens. Uh, Morgan Park, Hillcrest, and then Champaign Central, DePaul. Who do you got winning? I got Morgan Park beating Champaign Central in the state championship. That's that's what I have too, but I I, I just I've never seen a single moment where Morgan Park looked like a team capable of winning even the three A state title. Go Tim Finky then. You know it's like so that's so it's so tempting. I'm thinking about going maybe picking Hillcrest in that game. Oh okay. You, you know we've seen Hillcrest. I've seen Hillcrest play pretty darn well. Um, but I, I'm going to stick with the Morgan Park pick. I feel like with IO healthy, you know, that's probably, probably part of the problem. We didn't see IO and IO did look good against young, even in that law. So I have some confidence there. So I'm going to, I'll stick with it. Um, I mean, I, I gave thought to champion central winning. Yeah. The whole thing. Uh, I really did. If, if you look at their scores, Mike, they, 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 they're, they have played as tough of a schedule as anybody three, a or four, a, and they lost twice to Belleville West and EJ Liddell, including one time by just one point. So I think they've got four guys in double figures, including Tim Finke, who's 20-plus. So and you know, I mean, when you get to this point, and let's just say you're on the last night of the season, and, you've, and you look at all the wins Champaign Central will have piled up in big-time atmospheres, along that tournament trail in the sectional. That's a really challenging sectional. And then all the momentum. It wouldn't shock me at all if Champaign Central, you know, I'm, I'm assuming they beat that all the tough teams in that sectional. Uh, I, I just like the makeup that they have. Yeah, it's and, and remember, Champaign Central was leading for most of that game against Morgan Park. You know, Morgan Park took over in the fourth quarter and ended up winning by a pretty good margin, 82-66. But for a lot of that game, more than half, it looked like Champaign Central was going to beat them. And so then you get the rematch coming, and you got to wonder. But I guess I'll stick. So with you, you you had Morgan Park. You have Morgan Park beat Hillcrest or Champaign Central. I have Morgan Park winning it all, beating Champaign Central. Okay, so we got the exact same picks. Exciting. Yeah. All right, let's get to 4A. Yeah, we decided to do 3A first since we thought maybe it'd be good. I don't know how that went, but moving on to the 4A state tournament. Let's get what's our first in bracket order here. It is peaking. Belleville, I mean, this one is fun, Mike. I, I mean, if I wasn't embedded in the Chicago area high school basketball, the idea of the, the matchups that can materialize here you, you look at Bloomington and, and Peyton and, and Peyton. You look at Normal West and Francis Okoro, uh, Danville and Kendall Moore. Danville's red hot, 15 straight wins. Uh, and then obviously the, the team that uh, I keep hyping is the team, the only one that can possibly knock out Simeon, and that's Belleville West and EJ Liddell. They have not lost to anybody in the state of Illinois. Uh, I just think 
you know, this sectional is probably the best sectional in Illinois. Yeah, I that, even without seeing most of the teams, you know, they've got the most D one talent. That's for sure. Yeah, there's teams like Quincy. And I mean, it's this is this is loaded. Uh, I've got Belleville West in a sectional semifinal against Quincy, beating uh, Belleville or Belleville West beating Quincy, and then I'll go Danville. Danville over Bloomington in the other sectional semifinal, and that sectional that peaking obviously so. There's some travel involved. Belleville West going to have to make the long trip um, for that midweek game against, well, I guess Quincy will have to too, but Dan, uh, geez, there's not anybody that's really close, I guess. Oh, yeah. I guess Bloomington and Pekin's not too bad. But, yeah, and that's that's a good Final Four, and I've got Belleville West beating Danville in what should be, if that materializes, probably, maybe the best sectional championship game in Illinois. Yeah, I have the same in, until the winter. I got, I'm going to pick Danville. Oh, you know I haven't seen Belleville. Well, I, I watched a game on streaming, but I feel like that that's so not useful for me. <laughs> I can't judge speed or size or anything. I, I just don't like doing that. But I, Danville, I, I watched them that game. They beat Orin. This is as good as I've seen anybody play all year. Um, so I have no problem at all picking Danville here. Um, oh yeah, no. I mean they're they're Kendall Moore. The people that have not seen Kendall, he is a dynamic take over a game lead guard that can score and get buckets when he wants. And we've seen it in March. I mean, in March, where a guard can just carry your team. I, I think he's got a lot of toughness to him. I, I don't think he's going to be scared of the moment. Kendall Moore could single handedly. We saw him. We've seen him do it down at Pontiac, where yeah. he can single handedly take over a game and, and win a game. So. I mean, I would call it an upset if Belleville West loses, but it says it would not shock me because I really think Danville's got multiple guys. They got some size; they can throw it. Uh, EJ Liddell, um, but I'm going to stick with Belleville West. So we we just differ on the title. Um, and that 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 winner would play at Illinois State against the Romeoville sectional winner, which this one, this 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 sectional's. We got some scary teams that are seated a little bit lower. We talked about some of the sleepers last week in our podcast, and you know I think some of these top seeds are vulnerable. Uh, Bolingbrook, I, I wrote about it in my preview uh, online. Just how we don't, we haven't seen really Bolingbrook all together all year. And Caleb Thornton just returned from an injury. He missed a big chunk of the season. Scored 22 points in his return, so that's obviously going to help them. And I like Bolingbrook because they've they've been through it. They, they they played in multiple big games last year to get to Peoria where they finished third. And I've got Bolingbrook playing Oswego East. Oswego East. I think Oswego East. Sorry, Mike. On their home floor, I think they get Juliet Central. Uh, they beat them earlier this season, uh, just recently actually. And I think Oswego East is really playing well. I got Bolingbrook uh, playing Oswego East in the sectional semifinal. Yeah, this is a fun one because all the regional finals look pretty decent. Even the Bolingbrook one would have they'd have to beat Lamont at Lamont. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the point you brought up about the experience Bolingbrook has, you know, I really I don't trust them at all with the way this season has gone, and I think their injury thing is a little overblown. I think some of these losses they've picked up, 
those injuries aren't excuses for that. A lot of teams have missed guys for a lot of games all over. For some reason, Bolingbrook seems to get a lot of excuse attention for injuries. But so I'm not sure. Uh, I feel, but but you're right. The experience thing is tough. You know, you really have to like their size. We saw what they did in that Morgan Park game. Um, I've got Bolingbrook um, against Joliet Central. And it's a tough one for me to pick because I'm too emotionally invested. Um, Central, <laughs> Central led for three quarters, three and a half quarters maybe. Um, and then Bolingbrook did what they've done against all the Joliet teams for the last two years. And in the last, you know, half of the fourth quarter just dominated to um, to win. Um, I think the most talented team and they got the experience. And they do. Athletic-wise, they just got a lot going for them in, in this particular sectional. And then... You know, I, West Aurora is going to have their hands full if Andrew can get by Plainfield North in the regional. I mean, Andrew, this team shoots it well. They're the, they're the kind of team that could definitely rise up and pick off one of these top seeds uh, if they're shooting the ball exceptionally well, which they can do. they got three guys that can knock shots down. Uh, they're patient. They're disciplined. West Aurora, though, is playing well. They have not lost since Pontiac. West Aurora... Uh, that is, and Jerry Crutcher has just gotten better and better and better, uh, by the week and has become a difference maker for them. Six, five long athletic, but I got West Aurora getting through by Andrew. And then I just, you talk about trust and Bolingbrook. I just can't trust Romeoville. I just, I, I mean, I know they've got talent. I know this was supposed to be their year. I know the, the slate has been wiped clean for them. But I'm going to take Lincoln Way East uh, over Romeoville in uh, to get to a championship game a matchup with Bolingbrook or West Aurora. I mean, in the semifinal West Aurora over Lincoln Way East to get to the championship to face Bolingbrook. Yeah, I'm going to go with Romeoville over Lincoln Way East, even though it's at Lincoln Way Central, which won't be good for Romeoville. But I'm going to give them those couple wins. Um, and I've got West Aurora beating Bolingbrook. Ooh. All right, I'm gonna go uh, Bolingbrook over West Aurora. Yeah, Cam Dunatlin. It's just he he's frustrated me. He he's such a tremendous athlete, but his basketball ability, man, when he wants to, he is just a dominating force. And I'm thinking maybe you know senior year career coming to an end, he's gonna put it together. And the Crutcher thing you mentioned, if you can't stop Crutcher, you you have big problems because as you said, he is such a force there. But if you can then West Aurora falls into some problems. I don't see anybody here that can stop Crutcher. Well, um, I mean, Andrew is really going to have problems with yeah. Crutcher. Um, and, but I mean, you, you mentioned four pretty, if it plays out, four pretty good regional championship games. Which one is the best? Um, Joliet Central, Oswego East, four or five, or. Maybe them. I don't know. I'd, I'd be most I interested think, think, in Andrew I, West Aurora. Yeah, I was going to say, most intriguing one to me is yeah. Andrew West Aurora. I, I, it could be a game I even actually go to. But, yeah, but the closest uh, one would, would be would be Central Oswego East. Um, yeah, that should be down to the wire game. Probably, um, yeah. Jacob sectional. Uh, I, this is the one where I kind of... Th- this whole super sectional complex here makes me want to jump off the roof. <laughs> I just can't pick it. I don't know. It's it's a mess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Glenbard East sectional winner plays the Jacobs the sectional, sectional winner, winner, and you could literally... Yeah. Uh, between the two, 
to say, okay, which team's getting to Peoria? I would have no, I could, I could go and argue for at least eight teams between the two. Yeah, it's tough. I found myself picking it different like six times, and then I went back to the old high school basketball adage, and that's how I ended up picking it. But anyway, uh, no, let's, let's got, start out with I've, the Jacob sectional. <laughs> yeah, I've got Larkin getting upset by St. Charles North. That's a 1-4 game in that subsectional. So at the, it's at St. Charles North. St. Charles North just handled Larkin pretty easily, I think by 14 or 15 points. Uh, Kyle King, I, we haven't talked about Kyle King. I don't know if we've talked about him at all. He's a really versatile kid for St. Charles North. Six five kid who can, you know, he can pass, rebound, score. He doesn't put up huge numbers, but he does a little bit of everything. But uh, I'll take St. Charles North over Larkin uh, in a really good regional. And then the other one, uh, another lower seeded team, Rockton Hananega. Um, Rockton Hananega has played well down the stretch. I got Larkin and Hananega. Um, I'm going to take. I'm sorry, St. Charles North and Hananega. I'm taking Hananega to, to get to the sectional semis. Oh, all right. Yeah, I don't know who's coming out of that one, but I'm going to take Larkin over St. Charles North. I went back and forth several times, and the fact that it's at home really should help St. Charles North. But, you know, at this point I'm invested. I had Larkin top ten in the preseason, so Larkin. <laughs> uh, and, the other and, bottom there, what do you um, – St. Charles, Charles East. East. I, I'm taking St. Charles East. They're, they're another team that's gotten a little bit more healthy uh, of late. They shoot the ball well. Justin Hardy is a kind of a go-to guy that you can kind of lean on and depend on in March. So I've got St. Charles East winning and beating a really pro- arguably the most talented team, Rockford Jefferson. Rockford Jefferson has some, has some guys, man. And uh, but I got St. Charles East getting through and St. Charles East beating Rockton Hananega in the championship. Yeah, out of all of your predictions and your story, this was the most surprising to me. Um, I do not have the faith you do in the Fighting Saints. Um, I, I I would not... Uh, I should call it faith. <laughs> faith in my picks. <laughs> right. I mean, I... I don't know who you're picking here. Who are I, you picking? I'm picking Larkin. I'm, I'm sticking and, with them. And again, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, have seen Larkin a number of times. Uh, and just like what you said, and I don't have a ton of faith in any team here. I mean, I, I would not be surprised if St. Charles North got hot. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Larkin won the sectional, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the Rockford schools won the sectional. Yeah. But, I feel like that's a real likely outcome. <laughs> I just don't know enough about him. Yeah, I mean, I just the scores kind of the Larkin thing. The Larkins has such bad scores at times. Um, yeah. When they go bad, they just go bad, you know. But they're seniors, so maybe they can get it together. They have done well against the Upstate Eight River teams. And, and, and the game at St. Charles North kind of swayed me, knocking Larkin out. The regional championship, which will, will be a good one. But uh, so you got Larkin over. I got Larkin over St. Charles East. Oh, so you got you got the Saints in the championship. Only because I don't know anything about Jefferson. <laughs> one game different. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the Rockford teams came through this one at all. I just don't have the confidence to pick any of them. The Lombardi sectional, uh, Naperville North, the one seed, and they broke through last year, won the sectional. I have a lot of players back from that team, which again we kind of underestimate the the experience of playing in these games. But 
that, that goes to a lot of these teams. Um, Naperville North, by seed, is a team to beat, but I've got Naperville North and Hinsdale South in the regional final. Hinsdale South will have their hands full with Willowbrook for a third time in their regional game. But this sectional, just like what we just talked about, could go a lot of different ways. I, I, you, I want to think that Zion Griffin is the type of player that could carry Hinsdale South to four wins in this sectional, and it very well could happen. I don't. I'm not picking it to happen, but I've got Naperville North and Hinsdale South in the semis, and then Bennett Academy and Batavia. I'm picking Batavia in the other sectional semifinal. Yeah, this is the weirdest, toughest sectional for me. Um, I, I've got Naperville North getting upset, and so I've got a Geneva Hinsdale South sectional semi, and then I've got Bennett and Wheaton North. So I, I'm a little weird in this one. Um, yeah, I'll be. That that would be a shocker if Wheat North goes and wins three games in that regional. Um, but I mean, I've got Bennett in the championship, uh, winning this sectional though. I I, I I went through it and I realized they got the most wins, uh, or one of the best records, playing the best schedule. Yeah, no and, doubt about it. And they're the hottest. So, but everybody. I I would not be shocked if they got upset um, by well, I, I think they're getting the championship game, and, and then it's not an upset. But uh, it, it's just it's so difficult because I truly believe this is the the least talented Bennett team of all of them since in, in seven eight years. Uh, I, I may be missing one that maybe. This one was not. I just—it's amazing to me that I'm picking Bennett. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm picking Hinsdale South. Uh, I went back yeah. after all this, not knowing who to do. Eighty percent of the time in high school basketball, the best player on the court wins, and Zion Griffin's the best player, and I'm going with him. Have you figured out that mathematic equation? Have yes. You? Yes. <laughs> all right. Eighty yeah. percent. Uh, well, I'm gonna go the other twenty percent, which is usually the case in every Bennett big win. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, Bennett does not the follow the formula. Team, yeah. The other team does have the best player, and uh, and actually, when Bennett did have the best player, they didn't win. So I don't know uh, Kaminsky, Sololuski, and those guys. But uh, I guess Bo Wright was the best player on the floor of that game. Anyway, Glenbardy sectional final. I've, I'm, I'm taking uh, Bennett, and you're taking uh, Hinsdale South. South. I mean, do you think? And team... that, that wouldn't surprise me. It's just like, I'm like, I, I'm being honest. If some fluky team won this sectional, and by fluky I mean a Geneva or a Batavia or a, I don't think Wheaton South can put that. That was going to be on me because I'm saying this. But I think, also, yeah, Geneva, Downers South, and Willowbrook Willow, Willow, all have the possibility, I believe. I, like I said, there's there's seven, eight teams between these two sectionals that you can easily, easily yeah. set. Um, but uh, moving on to another sectional that's not – I mean, I, I don't know where this one's going either. And Lake Zurich is where we're at week, now. <laughs> the weakest sectional is Lake Zurich, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think it's the weakest one of all of them in, in 4A. And when it's – and by weak, I mean all the way at the top and all the way through. There's not a 
I had Lake Zurich in the preseason top twenty-five, and they got some. They have some offensive abilities. Ryan Kutzer, Kutzer is a a veteran guy they can lean on too. But boy, I, I I'm going to go with your motto, and which is what I wrote about in my preview. The winner to me of the Libertyville Conant game, which would take place in the regional final. Best player. Drew Peterson and Ryan Davis are the two best players in this sectional. Uh, Brian Brown could probably make an argument while Keegan, but I just, I, the winner of that wins the sectional. I took Libertyville and Drew Peterson, but again, I think that's a toss up that game, Conan and Libertyville. Yeah, I just, the last two years, I've tried to, you know, write about Drew Peterson and catch a good Libertyville game, and they always just don't come through. So I have a lot of questions with them. Um, and they played each other in the beginning of the year. Libertyville beat Conant in overtime. Um, you know, Libertyville had some decent wins down. They beat Lake Zurich by like 20, I think, uh, late in the year. Libertyville did. So I interrupted your picks. Yeah, I mean, I, no, that's all right. I, I don't, I've got Lake Zurich losing to Warren too in the regional final. I'm yeah. Going- that wouldn't shock anybody, I don't think. Yeah, so I'm, I get I get my semi up there is Warren Conant. I'm gonna go because I believe, yeah, Warren beat Lake Zurich twice during the regular season. Yeah, so third time, tough to do. I'm gonna go Lake Zurich. I'm going Libertyville over Lake Zurich in the sectional semifinal, and I'm I'm picking Waukegan. There's my there's my double digit. I don't care if they struggle all year long. I'm going Waukegan. They're playing in the dog pound. Brian Brown against mid-suburban league teams. I'm going Waukegan and Stevenson. And um, I don't know. I guess I'll go Stevenson and Libertyville over Stevenson in this sectional final. Wow. Um, that is, uh, I got Barrington Stevenson. I've given up my, the Waukegan ghost for this year. We will revisit next year. See, I've got Barrington winning that regional wow. final and playing Stevenson. Um, Barrington. Yeah. I just, Waukegan, it's, I, I feel like they've packed it in. Um, this yeah, I get a little, get a little new life regional at home. They'll probably lose, but anyway, yeah. I, uh, and then I got Conant winning, beating Stevenson. So, yeah. And then when I, – I'm going back to what I just said. I think the Conant-Libertyville winner wins a sectional. And that game will take place in a regional final on Friday night at Deerfield. Uh, Main East. Loaded. Seven teams, Mike, uh, with 20-plus wins. Multiple teams in your top 25. I think five teams are in the top 20. Uh, there are five teams that either tied or, or won a conference outright. So this this sectional has some winners. And I, I got crazy a little bit, I think, in this sectional. And picking the, the Main South game, Main South Loyola game, I think that winner is going to just matchup wise. Uh, Main South is just a nightmare. Main South beating Evanston in one semifinal. Uh, and then I've got uh, Niles North beating New Trier. And then Maine South knocking off as a five seed, knocking off Niles North in the championship. Whoo, boy. That'll be a 
You've got some teams in the super sectionals that are interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got um, Evanston, Maine South, too. So, I mean, I mean, I could see it going that way. Obviously, that game came down to a crazy shot, you know, the length of the court, um, the Alec Peters shot. Um, and then New Trier, Niles North. And I've got Niles North beating Evanston. Um, I mean... I just, I just think those teams really have a struggle. I mean, obviously they do. I mean, Niles North lost twice to Maine South. I mean, I, uh, Evanston won on a miracle. So I, I just, Maine South is the toughest road. That's why. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Loyola, Maine South was just going to be a yeah. rugged dog fight on, on, for a regional championship, but it is at Maine South. That's at home. Uh, I, I just like matchup wise. I just like what they are able to do against, this this whole sectional I went matchup wise, and now that's not the case with Loyola because they're they're in a lot of ways somewhat similar. But when they get up against the Evanstons and the Niles Norths, I, I just think it's now it's different. They play a new Trier. If new Trier, they lost a new Trier, and they can match up size wise. Uh, new Trier, they lost to them recently. I mean, they lost them twice, so. I mean, this is a very good, fun sectional for for all those teams that battled each other all year long, and now they get to, you know, play for all the marbles. And by them, I mean the Central Suburban League South. You know, can Saint Viator pull off an upset? Can Prospect? Can Loyola? I mean, Loyola's the fourth seed. But. There's a lot of good first round games here. I mean, Maine West Notre Dame is going to be good. It's possible Evanston at Glenbrook South could be closer than you think. Prospect Glenbrook North is a a really good game. Even Viator Rolling Meadows, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean Maine West, Maine West Notre Dame. I think the Maine West Notre Dame winner can give Evanston all kinds of problems in the regional final. I, I really think so. Yeah, I think that's um, where I'm going because um, those games are both on Tuesday. Uh, Evanston Glenbrook South and Maine West Notre Dame. There, it's a doubleheader, so I think that should be fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, I. Um, I just Maine South is is my pick, and I unbelievably have them playing in Peoria. Yeah, you got Maine South, Libertyville, and Bennett winning sectionals. Oh yeah, <laughs> you are. I'm going with these star seniors. <laughs> I'm hoping that you know you have Anthony Lynch, Jalen Shaw, Zion Griffin, and the Niles North guys. Well, I, I mean, I go, I go into it, Mike, too. With the, we, we've been saying all year long. Yeah how goofy the season's been. So in a goofy season, am I really going to pick the one seeds? Nope. I mean, this will probably be the goofy thing of it is the goof. It's the one seed <laughs> will probably ride through the sectionals in this year of parody. I mean, it's just, I don't know. We'll see. Let it play out. But uh, yeah, so Thornton sectional, not a lot of drama here. <laughs> no, I will go with the one seed here. Yeah. And, <laughs> I will take Simeon, Simeon over Brother Rice in the um, one sectional semifinal. And then I mean, I'm sticking with the seeds, I guess. I'm going to go Maris and HF and getting through. So, yeah, I picked the top four seeds. And I do have HF beating Maris. I think HF is playing well at the right time. I think their, their length – size um, will kind of, you know, impact that game against Marist uh, and advance into the semifinal or into the final against Simeon and obviously Simeon advancing. 
Yeah, I've got oh, just a couple differences. I, I have Kenwood winning. Um, whoever comes out of that Brother Rice TF North game, TF North's been playing pretty well. Uh, and Brother Rice has just had some of the shocking results of the season, so I don't have a lot of faith in them. Um, and then Marist HF as well. I got Marist winning that one, although I think they're the Leo people. Um, you know, after the Leo Marshall game, said the Marshall was the first team all year to really realize and take advantage of the fact that Leo only really had one ball handler. You know, Fred Cleveland had to do so much for that team. They were able to really wear him out and get physical with him. And I guess he didn't just didn't have anything left by the fourth quarter. And I think Marist kind of falls into that, could very well fall into that same trap. You know, Jack Ellison can handle the ball. Some of the other guards are okay, but Morgan Taylor has to do an awful lot. And so I could definitely see it the way you have with the way HF is playing. But I'm still going to pick Marist getting on through uh, against Simeon. And uh, yeah, it's hard to see. Anyway, that changes. So yeah, Simeon. Yeah, I don't think I don't think any game in a sectional with Simeon will be close. Yeah, no, it's difficult. Oh. The Sandberg Creek Money game should be a good game, first round game that's slightly interesting to me. And I think Thornwood Bloom. I wouldn't be so, Bloom is a like a ten seed. I even yeah, gave, I, I, oh, I could I got I got I think Bloom could give Marist a game. I think yeah, it's at I, Marist, so that'll do it. But yeah, I gave a little thought to that one. Right, right, and uh, you know those young kids at Bloom, the sophomores are are are, you know, obviously they're going to get better over the course of four months, and and they're a dangerous, you know, Bloom Thornwood will be a, be a good, <laughs> tough regional semifinal game. Yeah, if Bloom, they're shooters, you know, and they're shooting real well for sophomores, you know, Donovan Newby and Dante Maddox. So home would have really helped Bloom, I think, um, in that game. But at Marist, that's a tough place to get a win. Pretty. Top-heavy Riverside-Brookfield sectional. I mean, you're talking two of the best in Illinois, Curie and Young, are the one-two seeds. You know, we've kind of quit talking about Fenwick and Oak Park, it seems like, over the last month or so. But, you know, they're the three-four. So it's a good top four, a really good top four. Could somebody crack that top four seeds? I don't have it. I'm sticking with the seeds here. I got Curie and Fenwick. I got Fenwick beating Curie, and then um, Young over Oak Park in the other semifinal. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I totally agree. I, it's hard for me to come up with a case, you know, unless Lincoln Park finds that flame again. But we talked about it last week. They're gonna have trouble just getting to Oak Park with that lane does game. The, yeah, it's does, can St. Joe's give Young a game no. at St. Joe's? No, I don't think so. Can Proviso East in at Fenton. <laughs> Proviso East Fenwick at Fenton. Uh, can Proviso East give Fenwick a game? Maybe. But I don't like the chances of it. Um, yeah, so I've got the same four. Who do you got winning it? I got Young. Uh, Young beating Fenwick in the championship. Oh, really? Oh, oh wow. Okay, I got Young beating Curie. But uh yeah, I think Fenwick uh I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Curie wins. I mean, I, I just I don't even know why I'm picking the When I pick against Curie, I can't even tell you why because I they just keep winning. Uh but I I just again, I've never been I have I've seen them four or five times this year. I, I, and it's the weirdest thing. I, I just have never been 
all really truly impressed. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, no, they got it's, si- it's, it, you're it, totally. It, it, I've probably seen them at least eight, maybe ten times, and I can say the same thing. You just don't. And, I, and we talked about it last time. They're a team in transition now. Dewan Gordon is really asserting himself, and maybe they'll start to get that figured out a little bit. And they, they just, I, I, I feel like when Dewan Gordon has one, uh, two, three, four, or five point game, they really, really suffer. And he's going to have to, and for a junior who hasn't been in the spotlight, is going to have to for them to win the sectional. Uh, I, I just, I really, I think the Martins are going to provide a presence and, and, and some defense and rebounding that some teams in this sectional don't have inside. I mean, you look, I mean, Fenwick doesn't have a lot of size. Young doesn't have a lot of size. Uh, I, I, you know, that's the one advantage I think Curie can exploit. Uh, mostly defensively and rebounding wise. But yeah, I just, I, the, the Tyler beard thing to me kind of puts young over the top for me. He's averaging 15 or 16 a game since he's come, come back. You go beard Javon Freeman together. And then the veteran presence, remember, and, and we keep forgetting, we don't talk a lot about that young. These guys have been, Look at the big games they played in over the last two years. Uh, obviously, a state championship last year. So, yeah, I, I like Young uh, getting through that that sectional. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem for Curie too. You know, like you said, they have the size advantage, and I'd like to say that they have some really they well they do have really great playoff experience. You know, Trevon Martin was the best player on the floor in a state title game. Maybe, well, maybe uh, the kid who moved to uh, <laughs> Atlanta was better that night, uh, who went Landers Nolly, but he was really great. Marquise Walker, you know, he knows how to get to Peoria, how to play in Peoria. But then you look, and Fenwick and Young has all of that too, you know, so they can't even really sit back on the experience thing. Yeah, I don't. And then they've got the York RB regional is a tricky one. You know, both those teams are all right, but yeah, I, I, I got Young too, and you're right about Tyler Beard. He's been fantastic. Um, let's... Which which leads me to my weird, bizarre Final Four. If <laughs> you really, because I've got, oh, I've got Belleville West beating Bennett, and then Simeon beating Maine South. Those are two weird matchups in a state semifinal. I feel like you've taken my role this year. <laughs> Usually I pick the wackadoodle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you go with the chalk, whereas this year I'm kind of, uh, huh, yeah. very, very interesting. Who knew? Um, I've got Danville beating West Aurora and uh, that ISU super. So Danville's in, in there. And I, I don't this Larkin, my um, predicted Larkin Hinsdale South one is a tough one for me. Um, oh yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm you, you, you got Larkin and Peoria. It's a tough one, but yeah, I got Larkin. So I, I wow, could, I could lose them early. But the thing is, if they get through that St. Charles North game, yeah, we, we every other one, it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have a team in the final four that got losing the regional. Yeah, and. uh and yeah. then I got Niles North beating Conan, and then Simeon beating Young, Simeon beating Niles North. So it's a Simeon Danville Pontiac title game uh, with Simeon winning. Simeon over Belleville West. 
in the championship. And for selfish reasons, as a high school basketball fan, I, I think it'd be fun. I talk about it. I've written about it. If EJ Liddell and Belleville West from the South comes up and meets in central Illinois to play big, bad Simeon out of the public league and Taylor Horton Tucker, I think that would be fantastic for high school basketball. Yeah, 100% agree. That would be better than my predicted final. Um, although, I mean, it, I mean, it was a bad game, the Simeon-Danville game at Pontiac. So I, I don't really have the desire to watch it again. I was trying to think about when I made these predictions if there was any way that I could see Danville turning that around. It was a bad game. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't even – there was no point in the game where you felt – No. You know, so and I, I know Danville's ripped off all these wins, and, and they are talented, and they could beat Belleville West. But I think the only chance is somebody with a, a, a low post, you can throw it down the block type of player can possibly, possibly contend and beat Simeon. I, they, there's, like, I know Raekwon Drake and Danny Smith are quote-unquote, but they're not truly skilled or Danny Smith skilled, but he's not like a true on the block guy. I just mean a big presence. In, Ryan in, Davis. In, Maybe we need Conan to beat Niles North in my world. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still kind of hard to see that. Well, we, uh, oh, I mean, Simeon to me is one of the bigger fit. Man, was the last huge monster favorite? Julie Okafor and young. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really hard to see any of these teams. I mean, to me, the Belleville West excitement is half because I haven't seen them, um, you know, live at least and in person that maybe they could do it, but this Simeon team, it's, and maybe we've been underplaying it all year. They're one of the better teams I've ever covered. And you had, you had young beaten Curie or in the sectional, right? Yeah. So just real quick, if young, I mean, if the young Simeon super sectional rematch, it's not like, I mean, young wasn't run out of the gym by Simeon. No. Um, can that thing go away that no one expects? I think so. Um, that'd probably be the most likely to see young, you know, try and work something out. It's, if they shot well, you know, if they're, and especially if there's one of those games where, and I feel like Javon Freeman hasn't really had one this year. There were games last year when he was bombing from three. He could get hot occasionally. If, if there's some massive Javon Freeman game and Simeon just doesn't come out, you know, too excited, they're going to have played a lot of games that might not have been very close. Um, yeah. I don't know. And I was trying to think where I would go, you know, that night. What, super? Yeah. And I kind of don't want to watch Simeon Young again, though. Yeah, that's these rematches are. I want some new, new, fresh blood. Um, which I don't know where I. I don't know where I is there a doubleheader at DeKalb again? Yes, um, I think we both had Rock Falls Hillcrest in the one. Oh, oh yeah, I'm not going there. Forget that. Um. Be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it'd be that and Larkin Hinsdale South or Bennett. Uh, yeah, nah. Liberty. Of I don't. Yeah, I don't know where I'll go. I'll worry about that in two weeks. Yeah, we'll see how it all uh, how it all flows out. But yeah, it's it's tough to um tough to see a way for Simeon to go down. We probably need to give them their credit, especially if they're crowned here in a couple of weeks. Um, they're definitely. I mean, Joe. I know you had them number one, but I don't think you're gonna say that you saw them being anywhere near this dominant. 
No, no, I, I did not. I mean, I didn't think they were the best team. Just I didn't know how it was. The thing we didn't know then and what we've seen is how it's all come together. Yeah. And I don't know if you credit – I think you credit a lot of different things. I think you credit Rod Smith because he knows he's done this before with a collection of great talents. And, but this was – these were all like pure, true guys that came through the program. He had a – I mean, he has two Division One players that have a, just – I don't want to say settled, but they have accepted coming off the bench. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was talking to Rob Smith, and he, he had mentioned that that they were ready to start following Pontiac, I believe is what he said. They were ready to insert Xavier Pinson in the starting lineup. And he's basically, Pinson said, don't rock the boat. We're playing well. I'm fine coming off the bench. And so, I mean, that kind of stuff goes a long way when, when you got the star-studded team. But yeah, I, I had them number one, but I did not think they would be one of my, one of the teams that I, they're quickly climbing, for for starters, the all-time Simeon teams, and that that says a lot right there. Yeah, no doubt about it. And Pinson, you know, all credit to him that because not starting, you know, it just costs some little personal things. Like it's hard to put him on the All City, you know, first through fourth team when he's not starting and stuff like that. But he he's also when he when he gets on the court he has just sparkled every time you know Zion Young you can tell he's had a bit of a a harder time you know it, it's a different role coming off the bench and because we've seen Zion Young play really well in some games but he's not always able to get right into the flow like Pinson has so high marks to Pinson I know a lot of Missouri fans have been asking me on Twitter and I've gotten some emails because they're puzzled you know by this kid they've taken who everybody thought was a mid major kid and he's not starting for his own team. And you know, I've been trying to reassure some of them that they've got a very talented player coming in. And it's pretty cool to have that story like that, like you mentioned, where an unselfishness from a kid who took some heat, you know, when he left St. Pat's for Simeon could really have been a key to Simeon. Never, they never even had that bump. They've had other years that they had to kind of get over and recover. It's been pretty smooth sailing. But anyway, so I guess if it's a all red South state champions, <laughs> well, that's the other thing. We'll go. The last thing is just the public league. When, when are, are, I mean, if Morgan Park or Simeon all win, I, mean, I, I, I keep hearing it. I mean, people are, there's nothing you can do about it, but I mean, people are tired of it. They, I mean, I, I, you hear it, I mean, from fans. And um, that's how I see it playing out. And, whether you can argue or debate if it's good for basketball, high school basketball or not, but you know it, it is what it is. They Morgan Park has evolved into the premier three A program in Illinois, and if they were to win this, this would be their fourth title. It would be in six years. Is that right? I think so. Um, and then Simeon, obviously, is Simeon. So I don't know. It, it, we'll see. But I guess that's the intriguing part of this is. Can anybody knock these guys off? Can you know the? I don't want to say they're hated by people, but they have become kind of like the the Yankees and the Notre Dames of the world of, of people kind of cheering against them. So um, unless Simeon's in Pontiac, where everybody cheers for him, but <laughs> it, it'll it'll be fun. I, I just we, we have discredited a lot of this high school basketball season, and now is not a time to do it. I guess we did 3A, but I just think that 
I'll be surprised. I love to keep track of how many, other than Simeon, how many elite eight picks or final four picks we get of the three and four A. Because I, I could see it all going just south. I really yeah. could. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I, I've not anybody but Simeon and four A. I think could go south for me and anyone except for maybe DePaul Prep in 3A <laughs> could go south for me. So, yeah, it's – and I guess kind of the last thing we'll hit on here, I know we've been rambling a bit, but I think it's – you know, the top, what Joe brought up about the three public league teams all winning. There's been some discussion. I know the IHSA has talked amongst themselves, and some of them mentioned it to me about changing the format for the state tournament. We talked a little bit about that, devoted some space on the podcast to it. There is no talk about changing – anything that would keep this from happening, you know, from the enrollment or the, the way it is now, this, it's just going to stay like this. I mean, Morgan park is close to three a it's close to four a, but I don't see them getting up there anytime soon. They're not gonna, you know, petition to go up. And if anything, more of the city three, a teams are going to be dropping into two a and or is not going to be alone because those neighborhood schools are shrinking every single year. So we're going to have more of that, not less. And so it just presents a problem. You know, I've spoken on the podcast before. I, I feel like they need to figure out a different way to do it based on enrollment. I like the conference thing. I mean, they're all in 4A conferences. You take some schedule thing. I don't know. There has to be a better way to do this because – or – and Morgan Park, you know, they're just not small school teams. Yeah, I I mean, I, I've said Orr is the most, I mean, if Orr and Simeon lose, to me, it, they are absolute shockers. And oh, yeah, I, How about that uplift Northridge prep game? Did you see the oh, ending the, of that? The, the dunk. <laughs> yeah. To, to, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was fun. fun like stuff. a pinball, the, the ball back and <laughs> yeah. forth. And, yeah. Yeah, check that one out at Northridge Prep. I think somebody had it on Twitter. That was a lot of fun. The uplift barely made it out of there. That's a fun team. But anyway, that's the um, playoff preview. We will revisit some of this stuff. I'm guessing it's going to be maybe this week might not be totally crazy, but it will get crazy by sectionals. I think we can guarantee that. Yeah, we can break down those sectional games a little bit more next week specifically uh, as as they materialize. Thanks for listening, everybody. 